Hey, this is John Sally, and thanks for listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. This is Cassie Sobleton. I'm a health and wellness expert, speaker, and author of Back to Balance. You're listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Hello, my name is Don Jose Ruiz, co-author of the FIFA Agreement, and you're listening to Humble Warrior Podcast. Hey, it's Jason Robel, the author of Eternity, and you are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Yo, this is Tommy, TommyMacYoga.com. You are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Handstands, everyone. Hi, this is Bob Roth. I'm a teacher of Transcendental Meditation, and you're listening to a great show, the Humble Warrior Podcast. Hi, this is Katie Delbao, author of the book Let It Out, and you are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Here are your hosts, Chris Forte and John Moises. I'm John Moises. That is Chris Forte. Live brave. And this is the Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the show. Hello, Humble Warriors. And we're back for another episode of the Humble Warrior Podcast. And before we get started... I want to thank everybody for subscribing to the Humble Warrior Podcast on iTunes, following us on Twitter at The Warrior Pod, and liking the Humble Warrior Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So this week, I got a topic I want to talk about. But before we get to that, you went to uh, a conference this past weekend. Weekend? I did. Or last yep, week? Yep, last weekend in the middle of a hurricane. Oh, yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> so you were down in Florida. I was down in Florida. In uh, Orlando. In Orlando for a conference. I'm a uh, master distributor with a company called Light Vantage, and they have uh, three conferences for uh, throughout the year. And, yeah, I got down there Thursday morning, and, the, you know, with everything going on with Hurricane Matthew, uh, we got wind in the middle of the conference on Thursday that uh, basically the state of Florida was shutting down. Um, you know, starting, were you scared? Uh, not, well, let me tell you what happened. Not really because where we were, Orlando is very inland, but, and, but they had to take all the, uh, precautionary measures that they needed to do. So the conference ended from what I remember, I think like at five o'clock that day. Mm -hmm. And they said, you have to eight o'clock to get in your room and you have to be in your room from Thursday at 8 PM to Friday at 8 PM. So you need to go to the restaurants and get three meals. And, and bring them back to your room? bring them back to your room. Wow. Yeah. So, so they I, they basically just... They shut everything down. And they had wow. to shut it at five because not everybody was staying at the hotel. Because they were going to shut the roads down. Wow. So, I, so you were trapped. I was trapped. In your hotel room? In my hotel room. But, which was great, is everything happens for a reason. Because I said, I'm going to take everything I learned from the conference and I'm going to just work. On that Friday. Okay. So, you know, in the middle of the night, that's kind of when everything happened. So yeah. Thursday, you know, I, I start hearing the winds and stuff okay. like that. And I wake up, you know, and I'm looking out the window and it's windy. And same thing with the morning. It just continued. But by like 11 a.m., I'm like, I can't stay in this room any longer. <laughs> you start getting it, antsy? Yeah. And it wasn't that bad out. So I said, I'm going down to the fitness center. So I went down to the fitness center and I would hit other people there and everybody's working out and talking to each other. And then after that, I went in the lobby and then the woman in the lobby said, yep, uh, you know, once the winds die down, we're opening everything up. And basically the whole hotel and everything was back operational Friday at 4 p.m. Okay. So we continued the conference at Friday at 4. 
Okay, so there was so originally the conference was supposed to go on Friday during the Friday, day. Yeah, Friday. So during they the just day. paused it. So they just paused it. So they um, wow. So they were able to. So Friday continued, and people uh, were talking with you know networked after, and then on Saturday they just condensed everything. Okay, and got everything in, and it was a wonderful conference, and it's probably gonna tie right into the topic I think you're about to bring up. Yeah, but. Um, Talk you know, about having to roll into Plan B. You schedule this conference, right, and this hurricane tries right. to you know, stop everything. I know it's awesome, and we're going to get into this. Is you know this this company is doing a, a, an awesome thing, and I'm glad to be part of, and grateful to be part of. But you know, like we talked in the show, it's it's all how we respond, right? So everybody there, you know, you could either act negatively or act positively. Right? Sure. And stuff happens to us. Yeah. And I would say from 95% of my encounters is everybody was, is just kind of going with it. Mm-hmm. And everybody was going with it because of where they're at and what they're doing and trying to turn around their lives and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. when you have that type of energy, you know, people just feed off each other. Right. So, you know, and, and listen, everybody, you know, and here's a good point. There were long lines to get food. <laughs> I mean, you know, this place only had two places where you can get food. And I mean, these were like, you were, I was. Oh, I, I could imagine. You were in lines for over two hours. Yeah. But you know what? People were just having good conversations and nobody's like, you know, complaining or right. just, you know, it is what it is. And we were like, you know what? We're here. We're actually here during a hurricane because a lot of people couldn't make it, you know, right. because of the hurricane and flights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, that's but good. that put a twist on it. That's good. Yeah. Huh. Well, that, you know, that just reminded me of something when you when you talked about positivity. I went today. I went to Costco today. Oh, one of my favorite places. <laughs> I, I love Costco. Do you really? Well, yeah. You know why? Because they've got great. Everybody there is very friendly. They're, you know, what? I'm glad you said that. You're right. It is. I'm just not a big shopper at a big box store. Yeah. You don't. I know you, but <laughs> I like that. We've I like, talked about your shopping. Yeah, I'm, old, I'm old fashioned when it comes. Yeah. To, I like the small quaint stores. But you're right about Costco. It's actually the people there are great. And so yeah, they're always very helpful, yes. very friendly, very yes. courteous. Yes. Yep. Um, but so I went. I want to go buy tires. Because I need tires. From, Co- from Costco? Yeah. I bought them before for my other car. So okay. this, my wife's car needs tires. So I went to go price them today. And I'm waiting in line, right? And there's when I get there, there's two people in front of me. The first woman is in line, and she's, she says, um, I have a flat tire. Can you fix it? And I got there right at 10 a.m. when they open. Oh, yeah. So there's already a line. Got it. Okay. And... She's talking to the guy, and the guy's like, well, we already have appointments scheduled for the day, so to get you in, it's going to be two and a half hours. And she's like, okay. She doesn't have a choice, right? right? And there's this other guy that was already there waiting in line, or actually talking to a, a representative, and I don't know what his thing was, but he, he it was going to take him two and a half hours, too, for whatever it was. And they said, you know, you you have to give me your keys. And he's like, I can't leave and come back. They're like, no, because we have liability. Once, once we've said, we're going to fix your car and we've taken your, and we've put you in our system, it's our liability. So you can't take your car away because if you take your car away and get in an accident, it's our fault. Oh, so he couldn't, so, so he couldn't leave and can come back in two hours and say I'm back. Okay. He could leave if someone picked him up. Right. But he couldn't leave in that car in his car. Okay. And he's like, oh, all right, well, I'll come back another day. So he leaves. Now there's this third guy 
who's right in front of me, he walks up and he says, I think my, I think my car is leaking air or my tires are leaking air. And the guy says, okay, well, we can look at that, but we've got this line. You just heard all these other conversations. It's going to take three hours. And he goes, you just told her two and a half. And he said, yes, two and a half. And it's going to take us a half hour to take care of her car. So you're three hours away. And he goes, I don't understand. Can I just come back in three hours? And he <laughs> says, no. Like I explained to the other gentleman. He goes on. He goes, I don't understand. This is ridiculous. Why? And he just starts putting up a fight. And they're going back and forth. And he's getting really agitated. The guy, to his credit, the guy at Costco is very calm. Good. And at one point he says, you know, you can continue to complain, but this is the situation. And I'm not going to let you talk to me like that. <laughs> Good because he started, I'm like, mm. Good for him. I'm like, and I was, I was on the verge of just you stepping are. in okay. and like, listen, guy, why do I do all this? But right. so he goes on and on. And finally he's like, stomps away oh, and like, God. I'm taking my, I'm not, oh, and he leaves and I walk up. And of course, whenever I see a situation like that. When I get up, I know that the people are already a little agitated. And, already be, and this is the, they just started their day. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I always go the other way, and I'm like, hi. Good. And I'm, I try to be very friendly and, Good. and like t- right. make, make light of whatever happened, right? And so he's like, hi. And I'm like, I'm, I just want to get some prices on tires. He's like, okay. And we go through the process. But the two service agents that were there, the guy that just got yelled at, who was the boss, like he was the manager, I think. He looks at the other guy and the guy, the other service agent, and he goes, that guy, he comes in here all the time and does this. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> really? He's like, yeah. I don't know why. he. Whenever something's wrong, he comes to this one. There's 16 Costco's. This one's the busiest one. And we go through the same thing every single time. I'm like, okay. Well, that guy has a problem. <laughs> There's definitely a story behind it. Yeah. And, you know, and so they're all going back and forth and they just take care of me. And it was, it was fine. I bought my tires and it was good. You bought them? Well, I bought them and I scheduled an appointment to come so another day to get them fixed. Cause I wasn't going to wait three hours. <laughs> okay. So they, so I just, you have to teach me about Costco. So I've been in the Costco store. So do you go in the main store for the tires or is that No, a they have section? a service center. They have a service yeah, center? A garage and everything. So you go there, you get tired, you got you get your tires, tires. Right now you got to go back. But when you go back, you have an appointment and you'll be in there. And I'll be there right when my appointment is. I'll take my car, they'll do the thing, and then I'll be out. Okay. So I bought them today. My appointment's next week. All right. When you need tires, I think I'm your guy. I'll help you through it. They could do any car? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, at any rate, so my topic kind of goes along with this. Because there's all kinds of situations, I think, that are similar okay. that fall under this idea of it's business, not personal. Ooh, I like this. How one. many times have you heard that? It's business, not personal. Can you, you have your computer, right? I have my computer. Can, we, can you see, can we Google that and say, when did that, like, is there a person who invented that? <laughs> who, who invented that? Yes, because I'm going to tell you, I think when I hear this, I know what comes to my mind where it started for me. What did it happen in Godfather or Wall yes. Street or something? Godfather, the Godfather. Yes, like the mafia. Yeah, it's it's personal. It's, it's, yeah, it's strictly. It's it's, it's not it's, personal. It's business. It's strictly business. Yeah, yeah, that is from the Godfather. It is. It's Sunny. It's bit. So is it? it does it go? It's Sunny Corleone said yeah, it. 
it's business, not personal. Yeah. And so we've taken that to the business world in a way. Well, it's become, yeah, it's become this philosophy. Uh, philosophy. It's become this philosophy that's used in business quite a bit. Right. That came from a movie yeah, of a came mob. came from a where, movie where of that, that, yeah. yeah, our people are clipping each other. <laughs> and, right. And we have brought that into our culture today. Right. Or, as, th- or think we can get a- or As an make, accepted- uh, Practice. Yeah. It's strictly business. It's not personal. Okay. So I want to talk about that because it- at one point in my life, I subscribed to that. Me too. That okay. me too. Saying it's yeah. business, not personal. Yeah. But as I've gone through life, and now that I'm at the point I am, I'm like, I was thinking about it the other day, and I'm like, that is, that's a horrible saying. It it is. Well, if you live that your life that way, that could be that could be a big struggle. I'll, I'll give you my example in a moment, but keep going. Okay. So I wanted to talk about it in a couple of different perspectives because I've actually suffered. I've gone through it a couple of different ways. Okay. So one perspective is from you are the business and you're dealing with either customers or you're dealing with your employees and you have to make decisions and you, you know that how that philosophy fall or that saying falls into play. Right. That's one perspective. The other perspective is as the employee or as a partner or a client of a business, mm-hmm. you've maybe had that philosophy used on you. Right. It's business, not personal. Like, oh. Right. So I've, for good, bad, or different, I've been on both sides of the coin. Mm. And so I wanted to have a discussion about that and just let's, let's talk it through because how can we, how can we change, change that so it's not, so a negative. Well, it's a positive. Well, yeah, and and also realize what we talked about last week. Everything's connected. Yeah. So you know, when you say something like this, it's business. It's not personal. That causes separation. Yes. In a way. Yes. Now I can tell you in my life how I how this has affected me in the past. Is. You know, I have my own business in Chicago, a telecom company. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, I think we had like 150 employees and, you know, I was doing this in my late 20s or no, mid 20s and late 20s, early 30s. But when I left there, I would leave it there and I never really talked about what I did outside those walls. Mm. And I kind of played that game. It's business not personal. So you separated your business life yes. from your personal life yes. and you left. So whatever you did in the business was that. Right. And whatever you did personally was something different. Yes. And I separated it. I, I personally separated it, but I didn't realize it until doing a lot of the inner work that I didn't really like what I was doing. That's interesting. Yes. And I didn't, but I played that game. Oh, this is business. I'm making good money. I'm supporting my family. Mm-hmm. Which are all good things. Which are all good things, which we're conditioned to do, right? Mm-hmm. You know, which, you know, we need to provide for our families. But outside of those walls, business, you know, like I did not really want to talk about the business or what I was doing. And I realized. Because you didn't like it that much. I didn't like it that much. Now, let me ask you something. Did you not like the business or did you not like yourself and the way I think you operated within the business. And I, I'm glad you mentioned that. 
I think I wasn't liking myself. Yeah. Like, and who, or maybe in who I was, I, at the time I didn't know, but I would, you know, at that time, we talked about this, like, what is a humble warrior? We don't blame anyone or anything for circumstances. Mm -hmm. And back then I didn't have the, the wisdom or the knowledge or the inner work that I did, but I was blaming circumstances and maybe other people in the organization Mm -hmm. for my current, let's say, unhappiness or whatever, whatever the word is we want, I would want to use. But, um, and that's why I'm so grateful for those experiences because it's, it's helped me on my, in my, on my growth. That's (laughs) interesting. You know, so like if I was in that, uh, situation today, Mm -hmm. I am a much different person. Does that make sense? Yeah. So to your point is I think that the self-confidence I think there was this struggle, this battle. I think we all go through of just still finding yourself and kind of where you, you know, fit into everything. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're young. Yeah, you're and, very, and you you have a you have a lot of monetary. And I was having a lot of monetary success, was making a lot of money. Had my own business. Had my, you know, had employees. You know, and all that. And I had partners. And and you didn't like it. And I I didn't like it. That's interesting. But it was providing like all the yeah, necessary but provide, things. Well, I think that's a common struggle because I think a lot of us, I mean, we've talked about this on, on it's previous shows that sometimes you have to do what you have to do in order to put food on the table, take care of your family. Right. And sometimes that separation is good. Right. Where you like, I'm leaving everything. I'm yes. leaving work at work. Yes. But I think where the challenge happens and this happened to me too so i'll tell you my story okay is when you're in that environment and you just can't it's it's not in line with your values yeah your ethics and your and your soul yes well said absolutely and that's what was going on and then that's when it really starts to tear you apart i think yep um so i'll tell you what happened to me so i worked at a oh big mortgage company and I, I worked there for years. And um, in 2007, when the mortgage crisis was starting, um, it just got start, it started getting very stressful. The company was not doing well. And I started seeing things that I just didn't think I would see within this company, where people were just getting fired for no reason. There's a lot of anger, stress. There were the values that the company touted, they were not living up to. So I started seeing this whole different side of the company. And I'm like, gosh, I don't I don't like this. I don't like how people are being treated. I don't like what I'm seeing. I don't like what I'm hearing. And, you know, this idea of of it's business not personal reared itself in we got to keep this company alive. We have to do whatever it takes to keep this thing going. If that means doing these things that maybe maybe in the past we might not have done because it's against our values, then we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it just, it did not, I couldn't do it. Mm. I didn't like it. And at that point, when it really started to come to a crescendo, I'm like, that's it, I'm, I'm done. I quit. And it's a company I loved working at, and it's a company that's known for its culture. Mm-hmm. But I was privy to some things that I was like, this is how 
people really think. Right. So it's kind of this two-faced attitude right. towards things that, that I couldn't accept anymore. And I just had to walk away, which like you, at the time, it was a lot of it. A lot of it for me was very self-centered and ego-filled, right? I've seen, I seen, I seen my boss be treated poorly. I saw the head of our department be treated poorly, and I was promised things in the past that I was like you. I was blaming things. Yeah, the trickle-down effect. Is, yeah, yeah, you know. And at the time, it was like, you know what? The other thing was, I was at the height of my career at the time, so I had other options. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm exercising my other options because I can't, I can't do this. So part of the decision was, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was a part of that. I didn't want to be a part of that company anymore because it didn't didn't sit well with who I wanted to be. But on the flip side, at the same time, now that I look back on it, it was I was becoming a person that I, I didn't want to be right because i was doing things for the business and in some cases i use that same term it's business not personal right yeah and looking back see we don't have this knowledge when we're in that in that state you know and that's kind of one of the things we want to communicate because i want to talk to you about this one one young person i'm working with who's 28 who's kind of like struggling with this okay is that was very purpose our experiences were very purposeful for us right because those were those were teaching those were teaching moments in really developing to who we are Mm -hmm. does that make sense sure so we can even have like a topic like this but i wish someone had told me that hey even if you don't like what you're doing understand that there's a purpose behind this and you're supposed to learn the lessons why sure you know, so, so, and what I mean by that is this is something that would always kind of drive me a little bit kind of crazy. And I, it's, and I really, I really like 99 out of a hundred times try and never ask anybody because it would just drive me crazy is, <laughs> are you going to ask me or are you just, no, I'm going to bring it up. Okay. It's like, what do you do? Oh yeah. You know, what, what do yeah, you do? Yeah. And I love the quote that I start using whatever it takes, but. Truly, when I look back, is I've always been working on myself. Mm. And that's the real work. Because if you can work on your the inside mm-hmm. and be at peace with who you are, then the outside world, the job, the Costco, wherever, is not going to get to you. Right. How it once, or maybe how it once did. Right. Right? And just know that you're put in certain positions to learn something so you can grow. Sure. Right? And Well, and that's hard because you're doing, I think, you're in it. Well, you're it's in it. It's always hard to kind of right. do some introspection when you're in the middle of of whatever's happening. But And we've talked about, and this is like spiritual fitness. This is why we come back to this, is just the power of thought and mind that we actually have the power to change all that. We just have not been given the permission to do so. Right. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So I'm at six years. I'm six years. This job's killing me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, who made that decision? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason, well, why is it killing you? Right. You know, and right. getting to get, get, you know, do the work to figure that out. Right. Before you move on, because that's, you know, is what we talked about. We're blaming a circumstance. Sure. 
because the humble warrior, like we talked about last week, doesn't blame anyone or anything for their their circumstances. Right, right. That's interesting you bring that up because my same example of the company I left because I, I didn't – the company that I, I grew up in and then I really – I got to say I loved at a point. You know, I loved working there. I had to leave because I saw a, a different side of it. And like I said, it was very – part of it was very ego-filled because I had choices and I felt like I was not getting what I deserved, right? And so I, I just left. And years after – I've had conversations about it with my wife is that I look back and I, I say, I, I think, what if I didn't, what if I would have just stuck through it and I didn't make this ego driven decision. Like I go through this back and forth every now and again. And it's difficult because like you said, if I would have taken a different perspective on it and said, all right, what am I supposed to be learning at this moment instead of thinking about all the things i wasn't getting all the pressure everything that would just right. was going wrong and said all right what if i just focus in on what this is what it is all the good things that this is then maybe i would have made a different decision but right. i wasn't that person at yes. that moment in time right. right so that's what my wife always reminds me of she's like well you're, you're different now than you were then right and part of you getting to where you are today is making that decision at that point to walk away. Right. And and I think to your point, when we're in the midst of these, at the time they feel like very stressful, uncomfortable points in our life, I think those are signals that you need to start to look within, mm -hmm. right? The stress, the... If you, if you feel stressed out, uncomfortable, something's not going right, that's when you should, really should start saying, all right, what, what is really happening here? And take away the outside and put it back on the right. inside. And, and talk about growth. And we talked about this last week with, with your growth. I mean, you know, you were offered a very, very good job <laughs> that you turned down. Oh, just recently? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because of everything, because of everything, you know, that, what I've learned, because what you have learned. Right. And so I think to any of the listeners out there is that if you're in a job or you're doing something, if you're in, if you're in a business or in a job that you don't like, to maybe just take a step back and dig a little deeper and just really get down to the why, what is it? And you know, life is a mirror. So if it's people or, you know, the environment, you know, we have to understand life is a mirror. We're supposed to learn something from it. Mm -hmm. And I think, though, before, I don't know, making a, I'm not going to say a rash decision, you know, we have free will. But if you can get to that why, I mean, it's going to, it's going to, it's like these little breakthroughs we get in life because life is constantly, we're about growing. Um, and I, I wish, I wish, that somebody was telling me that, and maybe people were, and I just wasn't listening, but I wish I had that information throughout my business career because I'm still even working on that uh, today where I'm finally getting to that place right. of creating the environment that I want to be part of for yeah. work. And it's taken me 46 years to get there, and that's okay. But um, I could have... 
on the flip side, I was repeating an old pattern of starting businesses mm -hmm. for the money mm -hmm. and leaving it at the office, but coming home unfulfilled. Right. And the universe or God or whatever will provide. And that's why business one didn't work. <laughs> business two didn't work and business three. And thank and really thank goodness because it's probably saved many years off of my life. If because the same thing could have happened is one of those three business could have taken off and I could have been the same boat I was in my twenties and thirties. You've been the two person dual personality. Right. Business Again, person, at home person, but not connected. Not connected. And I think that's ultimately um where at least for my growth as I want to be is that it's all connected and we can all, all have that. And I think we are conditioned that, oh no, you know, we cannot have that. Or, you know, I'm, a, and this is, goes back to the next one. No, I provide for my family. I get my kids through college, but I'm miserable at my job, but I'm a good man. <laughs> you don't have to have a life like that. Right. You do not have to have a life like that. Right. We don't, you know, we, there's too much pain and suffering in the world. We just have to realize what what is it that we don't like, you know? Mm -hmm. What is it? Because it's really something, truthfully, about ourselves. Yes. That's yeah. what it is. It's the truthfully something about our own selves. And when we figure those things out, those are like the steps of growth. Those are the steps of what we call transformation. And so that we don't go back and make that same mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to touch on something that you said is a, a little bit different topic, but still along the same lines. When you said the question that you hate, what do you do? So what do you, you're at a networking event, you're at the bar, you're just meeting new people. That is the first question everybody asks you. Well, you know what? It's very interesting because this is what's so interesting. And we, we, can, we can go different paths with this. So network marketing, so I've never done network marketing till this. But network this life vantage thing you're yeah, doing. Yeah. This net network marketing is the biggest billion dollar industry in our world. I didn't realize that, number one. However, the people that are involved in this company, Life Vantage, eighty percent of all the people who are known as distributors have never done network marketing. Sure. And if you listen to the outside world, uh, network marketing or multi-level marketing, for some reason, you mention to 10 people, nine people are going to be like, ugh, I don't want anything. I'm like that. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, that multi-level marketing Yeah, what stuff? is that thing? Yeah, or a scam or this, that, and the other. Now, that's their reality and that mine, right? So that's like another thing to learn and to overcome. But to your point is... Everybody at this place in Orlando was not asking that question. Really? What do you do? They're more like, what is your story? You know, that's funny you say that because that is the question I ask people all the time. When I'm at, I go, what's your story? That's what people want. That's, that's what makes this company special. That's kind of what we're looking for in connection. That's what, you know, the same thing why I like doing yoga. You know, you're, you're going to get that question here and there. What do you do? But it's more of like, what's your story? What brought you here? Yeah. Who, you know what? You know, at and, some point, like, I like, who cares what you do? Right. I don't really Nobody care. Cares. But no. it's the it's the question that I'm conditioned to ask. Right. I really but, just want to know about, about you. you. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what's your story? So that's about what's your story? What made you come here? Why are you here? 
Those were the type of questions. So I was able to talk about my book, my podcast, the stuff that I love doing. Yeah. And why I'm here and what and and that that was like a big part of this event was you need to find your why. Right. Why we do things. Yeah. And that's why I'm very I'm telling you I am grateful if anybody is thinking about is not happy with the job or wants a new start, I would strongly to, to just look at this because I'm, you know, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. John, you work for yourself. I think the way everything's going that everybody should at least take and look at that approach of one day working for themselves and however that works for them. But um, to kind of just go back to that is we are writing our own story, you know, with all this. And so a great part of this conference was, you know, we learned about the company, where it's going. You know, they've got the most amazing products, I believe, in the marketplace out there. But one day, the second day was all about people and their story and how they've succeeded at this. Interesting. Yes. And they're all people from all walks of life. And again, it's we all have our obstacles, but it was just showing these are normal people just like you and I that were going through their struggles, both men and women. And now they're, you know, a year or two later and they're, you're, they're feeling on top of the world. And so it's very inspirational type of weekend. Great. And just like what we're looking for is that connection. Just like I get out of the yoga studio is community. And I feel like that is what I'm trying to do is create in my life is like, yes, you can have it all. So I just want to be around with people that, like you said, are positive, that want to help people. And, but it all starts with moi, <laughs> you know, I can't expect to get that from somebody. I've got to be that person. Right. Right. And I think that kind of goes back to our last convert or our last podcast with our dads. Like we put all these dads, you want your dad to be this or be that yeah, the fantasy of your the dad. The fantasy. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with anything else. Yeah, the fantasy of your workplace. Your workplace. And, and, and the, the, you know, so we are just, we are the creators. So that's where we have to step back and say, wait a minute. I've got to take responsibility here. You know, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to take the action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a lot of that is thought in really what network marketing is. And I can't speak because it's the only company I, I did, I looked at, but with life vantage it's really personal development because you the way the way the company positions itself or whatever you use you have to share your story right because why did you know why did you get into this well the reason i got into this is because it was because of maybe my children or you know i was going through this terrible time or and you know that is what makes so it was an option it, yes, it, it was an option that somebody found because they weren't satisfied with what's going what on in was their going life. on in their life. Yes, and I think that's the point: is that you you have to find you you got to keep moving forward. You got to keep even if you're if you even you hate your job or you don't like it or you're two different people. You're yep. one person at home, one person there, and yep. they don't go together. You got to keep on moving forward, though. Yeah. Even if you're still at that job, you got to keep moving forward. Well. And to that, even with that say, well, I'm glad you said that, is, is also that balance, right? So it could be other thing is, oh, this guy's a terrific businessman, but he's never home with his family. Absolutely, yeah. 
oh, but no, it's all business, you know, right. but I'm providing and I've got, so it's even like, oh, I'm the guy on top. I'm very passionate about my work. Mm-hmm. But if your family is, you know, never around you. Right. Then you you're, know, you're, there's something missing in your life. There's something missing. There's in something, your life. you know, it's something that my so, teacher at my martial arts school always says. He always says, when, when he's talking to us about coming into the studio, he says, you know, I want you in here. The, the place is open seven days a week, so we can come any day. He says, I want you in here two days plus one. Plus one, either you come in here on third day or you do something, do some practice at home. Mm-hmm. And he says, if you can make it more, great. But if I see you in here seven days a week, that means something else in your life is not getting the attention it deserves. Yes. And I always, that's the first time I ever heard a philosophy like that, where it's like, I want you in here, but there's got to be balance. You, yes. You can't be here seven days a week right. because something else is not getting attention. Yep. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's a great thought. Yes. <laughs> and I think what happens a lot of times too, this happened to me when I was working, was that the job is so big that you're like, I got to do this. I It's more important than anything else because it's bringing in the money it's, or whatever power you give it. So I'd be on. I'd, I'd always be the last one, last one working. I'd be sending emails late. I always put all this stress on myself to continue to work harder and harder and harder. And other things were not getting the attention they deserved. And eventually, I blamed the company for that. Right. I said, "Hey, it's your fault. You're making me work like this all <laughs> the time." Right. And now looking back, I'm like, "Well, they." Yeah, maybe there's like a culture that supports that, but I still control what I do and how much time I put towards things. And I, I gave away my power. Right. Instead of taking the responsibility and saying, all right, I'm, I'm the one that's deciding to do this. I'm going to decide to stop at six and go have dinner with my wife. Right. Or be with my family. You know, I, I didn't, I, when I left, I had all my vacation time. They paid me out for two months because I never took it. Wow. That's Be- eye-opening. Yeah. That was one of the things that, one of the traps that I fell into mm. working was that, oh, I'm, I'm just, I want to be the best employee. I'm going to keep working. I'm not, I don't need vacation time. You know, and I'm glad you said that because sometimes it can be that missing piece where I hate my job because maybe you don't have the other balances in life and you've, you've, you've just... You know, sometimes it's just a shift in our thinking, right? So, mm-hmm. for example, that's why we talk about spiritual fitness. Maybe you just have to really look back at it. It's how you spend all your time, right? Yeah. And so, in a, in a, in a, so let's go back to like, so it's just someone listening who's just miserable at their job. Let's mm-hmm. just, you know, if there's someone's out there, you know, listening, you know, is to, you know, take that step back and say why. But what other things are you doing in your life? Are you eating healthy? Are you being healthy? Do you have a practice? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, a yoga practice, a meditation practice, a prayer practice. Do you have something where you take a daily walk? Are you, you know, are there things? Are you feeding your soul? Are you feeding your soul? And like you said, you like music, or you're doing something that maybe that you love that you've not been doing a while that you can bring back into your life. Right, right. Sometimes it's it's those things, and it's like, wow, okay. So I want to take 
the other perspective for okay to, to close things out all right what is it well it's it's so we've talked about it's business not personal from right. kind of being the employee the employee okay like being you know, right what about as the employer oh well, that's great because i just came from that you know and i think it, it does start with any company of the owner and the management team and and you know having those values because like you said it's the trickle down effect and i think though we are seeing by me being in the yoga community and seeing things is you know there is a shift there are now companies incorporating wellness mm -hmm. you know into it and understand that wow we we have to offer maybe employees a little bit more than just good pay, recognition programs. We need to look at overall wellness. Now, we have a long way to go, but that's kind of a business maybe reaching out to be more personal. Yeah. Does that make sense? But it's still a long ways away. Yeah. So because, I, you know, the, the, the mentality is out there is let's get as much miles as we can. Well, that's that's, that's that's business. That's it's business. It's business. It's business, right? Let me let me work you till to the bone. You, to the bone, till you can't work anymore. Right, and I'm going to give you great incentives, great trips, you know, along the way, and recognition programs. Or maybe I won't. Or maybe I maybe won't. you just I'm going to make you work, right? And I think that's where the one the one you know us or the employee or the person really has to look at themselves and say, "Wow, what is my value?" And sometimes that's what, what can happen is we don't feel like, you know, maybe we're getting treated our full value and that just takes a toll on one's life. Well, I think in some cases, I think what happens is, is this philosophy of it's business, not personal, because it's kind of ingrained now as right. a reality in business. Right. Because this saying from a, the Godfather movie right. is, is me? reality in business. Right. <laughs> It, it, so, I think what happens is that both sides know it. So as an employee, you're feeling like you don't care about me because you're saying it's business, not right, personal. Right. And it's personal. I work here. Right. And I think the important thing, if you're on the other side, if you're you are the employer, is to is to know that these are you have people working for you. Right. They're not care for cogs. Them. Yeah. Right. You need to care for them. And I think maybe what we're, you know we're saying here is maybe when one's looking at their opportunities or whatever, find a business where it's business and it's personable. Yeah. Don't, you know, where you get a feel that it's personal, it's business where it's, it's kind of all intertwined. And I think from the other side too, cause you brought up a good point is for the, because we have the people that are, are just maybe don't like their job because of, of what have you. But then there, there's the, the, the individual that may be like, you know, I like my job. You know, everything's going well, but something's missing. You know, and it's to find also that missing. And sometimes the job is safe because sometimes people like security and sometimes security just, you know, is important to people, but that's where kind of boredom kind of goes in and just people start looking at of like, is this my life? And I know there's plenty examples just in the work that we do that there's a perfect example of uh, someone told me about, a, you know, a gentleman is in his, he's, I mean, he did everything right. You know, he's in his mid fifties, lower mid fifties, 
worked at one one has uh, worked at one corporate job, got his all three kids from school, you know, out to college, but now is feeling empty. Mm. Because, you know, that's what we're taught to do. Is he didn't feed his soul. He didn't feed his soul and he's he's he's, you know, unfortunately overweight. He just doesn't feel good about himself. But he put all those years and all those miles into what was quote unquote doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And man, you're still young at that age. Yeah. But feels like life is done. Right. And so I think he said it is we got to just continue to look inward, continue to work on our souls, and just continue to work on that inner compass. And when things are just not, there's things we don't like, just don't don't be scared. Go deep. Find out what's going on. Don't right. don't blame. Take away the blaming. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're learning a lot from our politicians right now <laughs> about uh, the blame game. About, huh? the about blame. who yeah, did yeah. this, who did that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would. I, well, you know, I feel like we don't even know these people. If they could just share their own story, yeah. <laughs> authentically, and why they think they should be the president, that's it. I like to hear. Yeah, share their own story, not talk about the other one. Just tell me why, you know, who you are, you know, from the core, because that's, that's how, that's connection. That's connection. So I want to turn this to end this thing. I want to turn this whole, let's, let's start a new thing. Since this whole saying came from a mafioso, a (laughs) fictional mafioso from a movie. Great movie, by the way. Yeah. I I, I like it too. But you can't live your life like that. No. So, what, so let's change this. Let's thing. change it. I think we should say it's personal, not business. It's all personal. It's personal, not business. It's all per- and real and the work, the work that we do, the real, the real working man and woman is working on themselves twenty four seven to be the best person we could be every day. That is the real working man, working woman that says, "Listen, I'm continuing to work on myself on the inside, so I don't let the outside world get to me, and I'm going to be the best human possible." I like it. All right. So, everybody out there, it's personal, not business. Thank you for subscribing to the Humble Warrior Podcast on iTunes, following us on Twitter at The Warrior Pod, and liking the Humble Warrior Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Until next week, live brave. Join us next week for the next episode of the Humble Warrior Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes, or visit HumbleWarriorPodcast.com to listen to our past episodes.